Hello, the creatives and the curious. My name is Pendo, and welcome to 12 Point Font, my novel writing podcast where I answer questions, conduct interviews, give advice, point out resources, gush over my favorite books, writers, and, well, things, and just generally babble as I muddle my way through November. Today is NaNoWriMo Day 4, and we will be covering Where Writers Write. Ooh, that's kind of like a tongue twister, huh? Where Writers Write. Right. But first, the idiomatic expression for today is a French saying, couper le poire en deux. This translates to cut the pear in two. To find out what that means, stick around till the end of the show. Well, I mean, you can Google it, but, but it'll be more fun this way. So without further ado, the first question comes from Reddit user CatTrain. Oh, that's, that's a good name. Where are your favorite writing spots? Personally, I can't write at home. I have to leave and go somewhere else. There's a park a block away that has a duck pond. It's one of my favorite places. Where are yours? Well, Cat Train, that is an excellent question. I think that your preferred writing environment kind of depends on who you are. For example, if you need silence when you're writing, here are three places that'll probably work for you. Uh, the first one is an office. This is especially um, good. Sure. This is especially good if you live alone um, or you stay somewhere where you can create a dedicated workspace. Um, now, if you can't have an office because maybe you have kids or a spouse or maybe a family member who doesn't um, understand kind of what you do, uh, I get it. Um, there are a couple other places you can go that are dedicated silent places. For example, public library. Um, most public libraries have dedicated study rooms that are quiet, um, that you can go and just write for free, which is fantastic. Um, and if you really need to be alone when you write, um, there are a couple options. For example, dedicated study space, um, or, uh, noise-canceling headphones, or you could consider, um, renting an office space. Um, this is especially if your writing is like your actual job or your career. Um, there are most major cities have dedicated um, office spaces for freelancers to rent just so you have somewhere to work that's not um, home if you work from home um, because it can often be very difficult when you work from home or when you're working on something at home for um, the people around you to to understand that it's a job for you um, or something really important to you. I don't know, something about being at home makes people think you're not really working, which isn't the case. Um, it's just that home for a lot of people isn't where they work and so it's difficult sometimes to understand um, when somebody's working from home that they are still working just because they're home. So yeah, you could consider uh, renting a dedicated office space after that tangent I went on. Now if you don't mind sound or if you really like like background noise you can consider going to a coffee shop. Um, it's a really great place where there's it's just like a not a loud environment but it's it's just kind of a, a gentle hum in the background. Also if you um, don't mind noise you can consider like a park if the weather permits. Uh, like Cat Train said, it's. I like to write in parts sometimes when the sun is out but not terrible. Um, 
And maybe home is perfect, if you don't mind sound, as long as the people around you uh, kind of understand understand that when you're writing, you're working. Now, if you like people around when you're writing, you can consider uh, making a writing group. There are lots of websites um, that can help you make a, like, create a writing group and invite people to your writing group. For example, meetup.com. I will put that in the show notes. There are also lots and lots and lots of NaNoWriMo-specific internet groups. There are also some pretty interesting dedicated NaNoWriMo Twitter pages and an incredible resource for finding a lot of writing groups or Discord groups is actually the dedicated Reddit NaNoWriMo page. So you can use that as well. Um, then again, there's cafes. Um, you're, depending on where you live, you're actually probably likely to find another writer in there anyways. So you can go and try and make friends. Um, and bars, apparently. Like, for real, I have a couple of writer buddies who apparently have, like, group meetings at bars. Um, so yeah, you can give that a try as well. Of course, everybody has their own preferred environment and writing preferences, and depending on what that is, it'll change exactly what the perfect writing space looks like for you. Of course, everybody has their own personal preferences, and so we are going to go ahead and listen to Pierce Brown, who is an incredible, incredible author, talk about where he likes to write. I like running water. Something about it soothes me. Ideally, it'd be by a river. If I had my druthers, I'd be on an island somewhere with no humans in sight and lots of coconuts. Or fog. Probably fog. Fog is more conducive to writing than coconuts. Wow. (laughs) So, in the spirit of Pierce Brown, I am going to go ahead and make... The book rec for today, Red Rising, um, or just, I guess, the Red Rising series. Um, Red Rising is a sci-fi space opera, but but it feels like a fantasy, which is kind of amazing. It's it's futurist, um, kind of about way of life and the underdog and government takeover and conspiracy and the structure of society, and I read the first book probably in... A day and a half which isn't good because I was definitely in school um, <laughs> at the time and probably neglected some homework um, thus far I have read the first three books um, thus far there are four books in the series um, but knowing Pierce Brown and his incredible ability to tell stories the fourth book is probably fantastic so I will go ahead and link book one in the show notes. And just in case you didn't understand my really confusing mumble rant about what kind of a book it is, here is an excerpt from the actual book for you. I have not sung since Lycos. My voice is raspy and raw. Slowly the song comes. Listen, listen, Remember the wane of sun's fury and waving grain. We fell and fell and danced. 
danced along to croon a knell of rights and wrong. Moving on to question number two. So, this one is from Reddit user FR314. Where are you writing your NaNoWriMo novel? I'm doing NaNoWriMo a bit differently this year. One, I'm finally writing under my own name. Congratulations! And two, I'm sharing what I'm writing in real time. Ooh, you're brave. <laughs> um, I'm currently writing my novel on Tableau never used that before but I'm curious to see where are you writing thoughts on showing what you're writing while your work is still in draft mode um I'm gonna go ahead and focus on the first part of that question honestly um I think the program that you write on is entirely dependent on the kind of writer you are it's it's something deeply personalized and very specific for example I use cue cards for plot and character development um, this way I just feel like I have a little cheat sheet on hand for any part of um, the story like if I'm writing a character and I can't remember their motivation um, which happens tragically often or if I don't remember like they're a part of their backstory that is specific to this part of the plot um, then I have just a little note card with all of that um, basic important character information on it um, including their name um, because sometimes I forget <laughs> the names of the characters I've written uh, and the bonus to that is that they're very portable um, I can just carry a couple blank note cards when I'm on the go or I can carry my entire little stack of note cards depicting basically my entire story and I can move that around so that I'm never without um, my character cheat sheet. Then there are um, programs like Scrivener that you can use. Um, I know Scrivener right now has a free 30-day trial for 30 non-consecutive days and then if you win Nano I guess you get 50% off um, at the end of the month. I haven't really used Scrivener, so I can't say much about it. I've also tried Final Draft, which is excellent for writing scripts, um, but I don't know if I'd use it for novel drafting. I might use it as like a novel finisher or maybe a formatter, just because it's really simple and has some really good templates. Um, but honestly, most of my real actual writing gets done in Word, um, like Microsoft Word or in Google Docs. Um, if I need it to be portable, like I want to take it somewhere. Most of my poetry and or short story ideas get jotted down in one of my many, many, many um, story journals or writing journals or idea journals. However, comma, if you want some really good dedicated advice on which programs are good for writers, they actually do an incredible episode of this on Writing Excuses podcast, the best writing craft podcast, honestly, for me that I have listened to, and I have listened to a lot of writing podcasts. Um, so let's go ahead and listen to them talk about another program that is amazing for drafting. Here are some incredibly prolific, award-winning, incredible writers talking about this program. Um, sometimes word sprints are a really great way to get your writing done. And there's a whole bunch of different apps that I've used for word sprints and then transferred into my main manuscript. So um, the one that I've used the longest is called Write or Die. 
And basically what write or die does is that it's a, it's a, a window that you use. And if you stop typing for a specific amount of time, the screen starts to turn red and noise starts to happen. And like evil things like spiders and stuff start crawling across <laughs> your page. Um, and, and then your words start to delete. Like in the in the hardcore, like <laughs> really, yeah, in the hardcore version, if you wait long enough, that your words start to get deleted off the page. Um, I prefer the positive reinforcement version. There are video of games. There are video games that give you nightmares. <laughs> this one would give me waking nightmares. Oh wow! And anxiety yeah. attacks. It, it's tough, but there's a positive. There's positive aspects of write or die in the fact that, and I use the reward version. So every 250 words, I get puppies on my screen. <laughs> And I get this purring noise as it shows me kittens, right? And then when I hit my word goal for that writing sprint, I get a dun 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 time and woo and more puppies. Yay, puppies! So that was writing excuses. As we approach the end of today's show, um, the last thing we have to do is a very quick NaNoWriMo update. All right. Currently, I'm on track. I am not as ahead as I want to be, but I am on track. I'm hoping to get another 3,000-ish words today, which is going to be very tough, but I'm expecting to join two different word sprints, um, one in about mm, two hours from now, and the other one uh, later on tonight. I don't know if anything I've written thus far is going to be useful, but here's the thing. It's much easier to edit words than it is to edit a blank page. (laughs) All right, so that is all for today, friends. Thank you so much for listening. If you want more, come on over and hang out with me on Instagram or on Twitter at Penderland or check out my website at penderland.com. If for some reason you are not yet tired of my voice, you can go to my scarcely used YouTube channel, also Penderland. If you have any questions or comments you want me to read on the show, send them over by email to 12pointfont at gmail.com. That's 12ptft at gmail.com. Or go ahead and tag me on social media with the hashtag 12pointfont, just like the show title. The intro and outro of the podcast is Mary Pop Poppins by True Loves. All of this and anything else I talked about in the show will be linked in the show notes as well. Also, if you have a second... I'm on iTunes. Please, please, please go ahead and give this a good rating on iTunes. It really helps a lot. And Google Podcast, thank you so much. If you do that, just go ahead and message me and I'll give you a shout out in the next show. Thank you so much for listening all the way through. Now, for the idiomatic expression of the day. Today's was to cut the pear in two. Its English equivalent is meeting someone halfway or meeting someone in the middle. I know it's an interesting analogy, isn't it? So do with that what you will, a writing prompt if you want. Ooh, I kind of rhymed. Anyways, this has been 12 Point Font reminding you to stay creative, stay curious, and stay writing. Until tomorrow, that's goodbye. Pierce Brown and his style of writing and his incredibly, incredibly, if you, well, well, sure, that's a word, but, whoa, my voice, whoa, okay, hold on. If you're not yet tired of my voice, you can go to my scarcely used YouTube, YouTube,